If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. Before we get started today, I want to remind you that if you want more out of your life, there is another way. Now, you might be lacking momentum in your business. Maybe you don't have a supportive environment. Maybe you're tired of not living a fulfilling life by living through your gifts, but doing something that just kind of pays the bills. It doesn't matter. All of those are common things that I hear, and I'm here to help. All you have to do is jump on a call with somebody from my team at rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. We're here to help you rock your money, become financially literate, understand how to win the money game, and then you'll be able to rock your life. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. And let's get started transforming your life today. All right, my next guest is a freak of nature. I'm not, I mean, I'm gonna tell you that this guy is super, super smart. Have you heard the saying before that you don't wanna be the smartest person in the room? Well, guess what? I did a really great job in this one because Loma Patel, who is an immigrant and a success story, went from homeless to helping startups grow super, super successful like Roku, Trusted ID acquired by Equifax and Texture acquired by Apple. He's a genius. He's currently the vice president of growth at IMVU, which is a startup. He's helped turn around uh, to become the world's largest avatar-based social network app. He's a public speaker. He just came out with a really cool new book called Lean AI, which is based on how innovative startups can use artificial intelligence to grow significantly faster with his concepts. So. Without any further ado, this is a really super cool guy, really, really smart guy. Uh, I hope you love it. You might want to get his book. Welcome to the podcast with Lomit Patel. Hey, Rock. It's a pleasure to be here. So, you know, I, I, I pride myself in getting myself around people that are smarter than me. And in this case, it looks like I've done a really great job. So I'm really glad to be talking to you because you're I'm going to give our listeners today a peek into the future. Um, you are the type of guy who's really into AI. So why don't we start right there and, and talk to us about how you use that, why you got, how you got into it, and how our listeners might benefit from it. Sure. Um, yes, yeah, so rec- uh, I recently wrote a book called Lean AI, um, which is part of the, the Lean Startup series. And it was really just based on my own personal journey on how I have applied um, AI and automation to grow a, a, a startup business, which has become really successful called MView, where I'm at right now. But, but the, the big learning is that in this day and age, you know, lots of businesses have access to a lot of data, but data by itself doesn't provide any value unless you're able to really extract insights on what that data means. And, and more importantly, uh, you know, use that data to really end up becoming kind of your superpower uh, that you can use to grow your business. And so, uh, you know, what I've, what I've found is that, you know, a lot of, uh, 
you know, my career has primarily been all in startups. So it's all, all a bit about sort of joining companies really early, coming in, trying to figure out, you know, what's going to be kind of the right customers that we need to attract and, you know, what's the right way to, to continue to retain those customers. But, but more importantly, what's the right business model that we need to put in place that we can monetize and build the business for the long term. And so, you know, a lot of that has been based on data, but the big difference between, you know, the previous businesses that I've done and today is that there's, you know, the, there's, there's so much better infrastructure in place now. So you can really, you know, be able to use things like AI and automation that was really expensive to do uh, previously. And so, you know, I feel that, you know, a lot of people could really benefit from really just learning how to leverage that today to really give them a competitive um, advantage to grow their business. So, so when I hear that, I, I my brain, it might be my own limiting belief, I hear that's got to be expensive for the average small Joe. Like I run a bunch of real estate offices and I'm thinking, yeah. okay, okay, cool. If that could help my business, great. But I'm a small margin operation, right? COVID hits and we're breaking even and we're excited. And when it gets back, okay, great. Maybe I'm gonna make thirty thousand a month. But what do you, you know, what do you do with that? So, who's who's a client that can lean into your your kind of information and and hire you? Yeah. So for the most part, you know, uh, uh, you know, a lot, uh, you know, a lot of people that that have businesses, whether they're small businesses medium or large businesses, a big chunk of where they spend their money right now on advertising is on digital. And, you know, that's actually going to become a much bigger trend uh, due to COVID-19 because a lot of people aren't going to be, you know, out and about. So, you know, a lot of people are really highly engaged on their mobile devices or on their laptops. And so where, you know, AI comes in, you know, you know there's a couple of ways to leverage that. And, and, and people probably don't even realize that they're doing it today. One is that most people spend their, uh, their budgets uh, on, on partners like Google and Facebook. So Google and Facebook already have an AI uh, built into their platform. So if, you, if you're spending money to advertise with them, you know, you know, they, you know, as long as you give them the right data, that's, what, that's the starting point. Because as you'd mentioned, just using your example, being in real estate, one thing that you have is, uh, you know, is is that you get a lot of leads, right? In terms of like, you know, people that are coming in, what type of properties that they may be interested in. So one way that you could use AI is 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 based on the type of users that you have coming in. You you know, providing that that data to Google, Google could help you sort of create new audiences that you could kind of go after that could potentially be in the market looking for properties, right? So, so that's one side of prospecting. The other part of that is, you know, people that come, and, and I'm sure you, you have website, right? So people that are coming to your website, you know, for the most part, you want to, you know, the big challenge right now is just distractions. Everybody's so distracted. So you want to try to stay on top of people's minds. So, you know, a good way to do that is, is just by running some smart retargeting campaigns where once, once they've sort of reached out and, and have initiated some interest, then, you know, uh, either through, um, you know, just, just, just providing them good re recommendations on the type of properties that they might be looking for to 
also, you know, advertising so that they continue to see ads from you that are more relevant based on the type of property. So if somebody's looking for a single family, you want to send them ads that you can customize that, that are showing single family properties versus commercial properties, as an example. And, yeah. you know, right now you can do a lot of those basic AI stuff already on Google and Facebook and a number of different partners. But the big difference is, you know, you know, uh, as you continue to spend more money, and, and I'm talking in the range of like, you know, seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars a month or more, then it makes sense for you to kind of think of what you know, what's the next step that you could do with AI, where you can actually customize a platform, whether you end up building it or 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 you end up like you know buying one that 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 can that can pretty much create a use case where instead of, you know, just focusing on what Google can do for you or Facebook or a number of other partners, but as your business continues to grow, you're going to be working with a host, you're going to be working with at least 10 to 20 big partners. And that requires a lot of work, right? And, and, and instead of trying to hire a team, generally, that's what most people do. You know, you can get a machine that really automates a lot of the processes on, on orchestrating all these different campaigns. And, and, and the big difference is, you know, uh, the machine can actually look holistically at your business. So instead of just, you know, giving Google all your money or Facebook and trusting them to do the best thing, and, and I'm sure they have the best of intentions, but ultimately they're public companies and they need to make money, right? So you need to figure out how to, how to set up a system that's actually built to try and put your interests first. So, so it will holistically look at all of those different partners and it will run different experiments and figure out in real time where you should be spending your money at any given moment. And, and that's the big difference, you know, that, that a lot of companies aren't doing right now. So what am I going to learn from reading your book? And am I going to be able to implement something? Or is that is it meant more for people that are spending that 75 or 100,000 a month? Uh, no, you um, uh, the book is actually meant um, it's broken up in a couple of different parts. But but the first part really talks about like, like 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 how AI has evolved today and and how you could potentially use it whether you even based on a small budget with what you're doing with Google and Facebook and a bunch of other partners what's the best practices to really get their AI to work well for you and then the other part of that you know which could provide a lot of value for for your business and other small businesses is it also talks about instead of trying to build this 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 other phase of AI, there's there's platforms out there that you could actually sort of leverage, and 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 that's actually the the route that I ended up taking with the company that I work with right now, because you know between you and me, you know uh, the big challenge with any business is resources and time, right? And and as a small business, you know the scarcity is 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 where the creativity ends up coming out, and 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 the last thing you want to do. Is, is is try to get into a lane that isn't really your expertise. And, and what I mean by that is, is, is not being disrespectful, but the fact is, you know, it takes a lot of like um, skill, certain types of like skill sets, like data scientists to really build up these platforms. So it's better to work with a company that actually specializes in that and, 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 and try to get their system to, to be personalized so it kind of works for your different use cases, which is, which is what the book goes into. And that's a, and I'll, I'll describe that as a, as, as a good cost-effective, fast way to really start you know, activating AI where you don't have to spend a lot of money. And, and then the other part of the book really talks about a lot of my experience where I've you know, worked uh, with a number of different startups and, and you know, uh, 
you know, three or four of them had really successful exits being either they got acquired or, or they went IPO. And it really talks about ultimately, you know, um, it, it, provides, it provides a playbook in terms of how, how to build a growth um, uh, mindset in the business and, and, and what are the right um, um, strategies to, to really put into place that you can actually activate with AI. So it enables you to to, to increase the velocity of executing on those a lot faster. So let's go back a little bit. Um, you know, you're, you're an immigrant and a success story coming to America. Uh, often people, you know, wonder what, is, what are the qualities or character traits of somebody like that that can achieve what you did. Because if you're coming into startups and they're getting bought out or IPOs, you're probably getting some shares or piece of equity, right? That's right. Um, I mean, for me, I've always been attracted by risk and reward. And, and, and I would say, um, you know, being an immigrant um, can be kind of a two-edged sword. You could either kind of look at it as, as being um, kind of a setback and, 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 or you can kind of look at it as being an opportunity. And for me, you know, I, I really saw it as an opportunity because, you know, the, be the best thing that I have going for me is the fact that I'm always underestimated, you know, <laughs> and, and that's great because pe people don't really see what you, you, you know, what, what you can end up bringing. And so, you know, it, it you know, whether you're an immigrant or, or not, I think in life, it's always about providing value. As long as you can always provide more value than um, to someone, people, you know, eventually the cream always rises to the top. And, 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 and for me, you know, uh, you know, I've been fortunate because working in startups, they don't generally sort of care where, you know, where you come from, as long as you're going to help them to be successful. And especially for me, you know, joining early stage startups, the, the risk of failure is so high. It's like 95% of startups end up failing. Right. right. So, you know, anyone that, that gets on that, on, you know, gets on board and 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 ch and is able to sort of change those odds is going to become, to to, to a, to a larger extent, a valuable member of that founding team. And, yeah, or, and, or a hero. Or a hero, and, <laughs> and, and 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 once you do it, and once you sort of build a reputation of doing it once, then it gets a lot easier to get even you know more opportunities that end up coming your way. And so for me, you know, I. You know, I've always enjoyed that because, because you know, you know, because it really gives you an opportunity to really come in and 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 just try a lot of things and and really figure out quickly what's going to work and what's not. You know, and and I think you know, it ultimately comes down to mindset because the reality is pe people kind of look at setbacks being like if something worked or it didn't work as, as, as a failure. For me, I've always looked at it as either I'm winning or I'm learning. And, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, you want to be smart in terms of how you sort of, you know, take these different risks and, and, and try different things. Cause ultimately, you know, you've got to build a different playbook for different businesses, but, but at the end of the day, you always, you know, whether you win or fail, you got to make sure you don't bet the whole farm, right? So you don't go bankrupt in the process. But secondly, that you always continue to get up and dust yourself up and, and keep going. I think that's, and as an immigrant, you know, that, you know, coming here, um, you know, the worst case is, and I always kind of look at this, I really came here with nothing. So the worst case is, you know, it, it, you know, I, I, you know, 
I, you know, even if I go back to that, it, you, you know, know how to handle, you know how to handle nothing. That's right. Yeah, I know. I've, and so, so I've lived with, with literally having nothing and, and, and to a certain extent, uh, you know, uh, you know, I was actually homeless for a while too. Like once I graduated, trying to get my first job, you know, I, I ended up being fortunate to to live with some friends on couches. But uh, but the point being, it's like you know, I always sort of think back to that and where I am today. It's like I, I don't ever see you know things getting that bad that it will go go down to that. But but at the end of the day, even if it did, I mean I mean the experience and the journey that I've had. I, I mean, that's priceless. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, I've always found, you know, that, you know, once you get to a destination, you know, you always want to strive for more, but it's, but it's the experiences that you learn in the process and the relationships and the network you build up that. Yeah, totally, totally. Now, have you, have you um, taken your wealth and have you diversified a little bit on some real estate, things like that, so that in the event that your next startup or the next venture doesn't go the way you want do you have you created a bit of a buffer yeah i you know you know i'm a big believer in 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 being diversified and so generally uh you know what, what i try to do is 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 to try and sort of cash out the equity that i have in any any given business so you don't over index in, in, right. in, in any in any one business and and just try to like you know invest that in 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 a diversified portfolio. So for the most part, you know, uh, that includes, you know, a mixture of stocks and, and bonds too. So regardless of how the market's doing and, and, and to what you've mentioned, I've, you know, I've, I've, I have put some into real estate in the past. I wasn't as lucky as you probably making it, making the right calls. But, but what I have found though, is that I've always done well in real estate in terms of the, uh, the properties that we've always brought as primary residents because uh, California is generally a good place where you do see some, some good appreciation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, we're, we're, I'm a big passive income person and multiple streams of income and things that you do once, like write a book like you've yeah. done and yeah. keep on getting paid, you know, for a year over year. And a lot, they don't teach that in school really. Right. So sometimes people go out and they make a good living like a lawyer or a doctor and they make 600,000 a year, but they spend 590,000. And even if they have some money to invest, they're usually really bad at it because it's not their thing. They're an artist, right? So somebody like you, you know, you, if you're focused on that, um, and you keep on doubling down like Elon Musk, um, you know, then sometimes you go sideways, but like you said, it's the ride for, for many people. I think Elon's doubled down just about every day and it seems to work out pretty good for him. Yeah. You know, uh, well, the other thing that I keep, keep in the back of my mind, you know, uh, you know, is that you, you always want to leave something, um, uh, you know, um, for, for your next generation in terms of the, you know, like my kids and, and, and grandkids. Right. So at least they can, can start off in a better place than I did. So, so you don't want to go and bank the whole farm and, yeah. and, and, and you, you bring up a really good point, you know, ultimately, and I kind of had this mindset, you know, even when I was making, let's say less than like $50,000 a year, you know, clear, clearly it's a different place now, but it was always about, you know, uh, you know, not how much you make, but how much you keep at the end of the day. And, yeah. and so, you know, you know, having that mindset, 
you know, it, it's, it's always about at least saving 10 to 20% regardless of what's right. going on. And, 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 you know, all of that ends up compounding over time. Right. So I don't get that you're driven by the money though. I could be wrong. I think yeah. money is a scorecard for us men, especially, but it, it's, it's the art of the deal, right? It's the, it's the ability to go in and, and creatively come up with a solution and, and empower people and make a, a shift and make people more efficient and effective and have people go, oh my God, wow, and go. Isn't that more what, what it's about for you? Yeah, I think uh, that, that's absolutely right. I think ultimately it's about making an impact and, and impact isn't really measured by, by, by money because you know, after a while, I mean, between you and me, you know, you know, there's a limit to how much you can spend unless you want to be stupid, right? I mean, I, you know, there's so much that I can eat or, or yeah. cars I could drive. But, right. but, 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 and so for me, you know, uh, and, and that's one of the reasons for writing the book is that, you know, for the most part, it's, it's like, you know, what can you give back and, 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 and make an impact and leave a legacy where you can help other people in their journey to fast track to where you So let's let's get some concrete because we have a short time here chatting. What are some things people can get your book? Where do they get your book, by the way? Sure. Um, so, so the book's available online at most 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 retailers, but the best place to get it is Amazon because they okay. offer the best deal. Perfect. So you can pick up Lean AI. Uh, on Amazon and you can learn about how to really be smarter with your data and use artificial intelligence in order to be able to better target and develop leads. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. So give us a couple of tactical or practical things right now that my listeners can do. They're trying to build up their business, something you suggest they do from your vast experience that will make them feel like, okay, they can make some progress today. Is, is that a fair question or is, is that too big a, a question? No, that's a fair question. You know, I think uh, with any business, you know, the starting point is really um, trying to understand who your customers are, right? So, right. so, so that you focus in on, on, on who they are. And, and, and the best place to, to, to really figure out who, who, who your ideal customers are is that if you're an existing business, you already have uh, a profile on people who are probably spending the most money with you, right? And and so that is known as like uh, lifetime value, um, mm-hmm. you know. So so you know, once uh, the simplest thing you could do is you know is 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 you could either take the um, the email addresses of those who those users are. Or you know, if you if you have some other unique identifier on on their mobile device IDs, depending on how you capture those leads, you could easily put the you could easily kind of take those uh, the, that list and put it into something like Google and Facebook and create a seed list of other users who build that who match that profile. So okay. the starting point is at least you've got your targeting right. Once you've got your targeting right, the other thing you want to try try to look into and and this is actually you know the biggest challenge is it it's it's not reaching the right people but it's like it's like trying to capture their attention because everybody's so distracted now yeah yeah and so 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 capturing you know capturing their their attention really comes down to testing a number of different creative messages to really figure out how you can stand out from the crowd and that's where something like ai could really 
be helpful. Or you could even leverage what Google and Facebook have, for example, you know, because they do have the, the capability for you to run different like creative experiments, you know, and, and, you know, I, ideally you'll be able to, once you identify the right audience and kind of the right message, that's, that, that's a good starting place. Cause you know, uh, I mean, if, for, for any small business, you don't want to go and start sp spreading your bets and spending on too many different channels. Try try to focus on one or two channels. You know, you know, a good one would probably be like Facebook because it has a lot more data, and then Google would be the next one. Try 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 to scale those, and uh, by scale, what I mean is, you know, try to figure out how much you can really spend efficiently there. Uh, without hitting your rate of degradation. And then once you've done that, then try to you know add some additional channels into the mix. Do you think that with COVID now, everybody's going to be racing to become more of an expert in the online world. It's going to become saturated and you're going to compete and you're going to get lost. Is that something that's possible? Um, so, so what's going to happen uh, is that there's, there's definitely... Um, by an expert, are you talking about like uh, like a consultant or, or like businesses just putting a lot more money into? Well, just just like most people that used to say you're a you're a speaker, for instance, yeah. you're you're a public speaker. You're not going out and speaking to the public right now because of COVID nineteen, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people that are in that world are transitioning to marketing online, and they're like, okay, I need to get my eyeballs in front of me now. I used to speak to five thousand people. Now I got to get online, run some ads. I got to do some lives. I got to do this. It feels like that whole thing is going to get saturated. You're going to be competing with a whole bunch of people going after the same thing, or is your artificial intelligence and the way of sorting the data allow you to even better target? your audience anyway, and you can get an edge that way. Yeah, so it's it's the latter. Because ultimately, you know, most people, and I would say like 95% of people are really gonna be trying to, you know, just, just, just follow the old way of doing things where they're just gonna throw a lot of money in there and, and, and kind of get burnt and, and, and disappointed, you know. The smarter way is to really use AI because AI will be able to, um, I mean, a good analogy is, can I give you a quick, quick analogy? Because sure, um, sure. we talk about investing. So, you know, uh, ultimately, it, it, you know, the way these AI machines work, it's like being a day trader. And, and as you know, with the stock market, you can make money in, in the volatility where things are going up and down. It's all, it's all a matter of like, you know, getting in at the right time and getting out at the right time. And so, you know, the, the thing that's going to differentiate somebody who uses AI versus the way everybody else is probably doing it right now is that AI is going to be able to create a, 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 a prediction on who's the most highly valued person that you want to be able to, to, to bid on an exchange to get your ad in front of. And, and, and it's going to be able to, to, to help you better target the most relevant users with the right message, which is going to have a profound impact on the results that you would get versus the way everybody else is probably doing it. And so what's going to end up happening is, uh, and this is what generally happens is, you know, depending on the time of the month, generally at the start of the month, you know, or, or at the end of the month, people just try to put in a lot of money because they have new budgets for the month. And, and, and so uh, the way the AI generally works is it kind of sits back for a little bit, lets those people kind of go through their crazy money. And then it comes in, let's say in the second week, 
to 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 the full freak, and that's when it starts getting more aggressive because you can capture users at a lower price because they because the competition has kind of moved out. And then mm-hmm. by the end of the end of the month, you know, people are sort of, oh, I need to use this money, or the my general mindset is use it or lose it. So that's when people start throwing crazy money again. And that's by that time the AI has kind of moved out, and so you know, you know. Uh, you're basically able to take advantage that that you wouldn't be able to do if you were trying to do this manually. Wow, oh, that's crazy. So, is it true that because I I feel like sometimes I'm just talking about kayaking or something like that, and then the next thing I notice on my feed, there's a bunch of kayaks, and I'm like, is it true they're really listening? <laughs> it's, it's kind of scary, but uh, you know, uh, what. what 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 they're doing though is more than listening is that um, you know whatever you're looking at you know uh, whether it's on Facebook or Google I mean they have, they have a good idea in terms of like generally what you've sort of searched for or what what you've sort of shown some intent I would say that's the word better word mm-hmm. is intent and so based on intent you know if, if if for example if I'm in the business for trying to find or sell a kayak and and, and that's the data that I provided back to Facebook then Facebook knows that you know that, that rock has been showing you know interest recently looking at kayaks that would be a good person to to show the ad to so so that's why you're probably starting to see more of those types of yeah so it might even be casual that i click on something that has something and then from there on they're already starting to redirect to me then i didn't even remember yeah yeah it all starts with some kind of intent so whether you whether you clicked an ad or you didn't or even if you just spent more than let's say five seconds browsing something that seemed like a kayak right yeah right that makes sense that makes sense well it's a little bit scary to think that uh, that's what's happening. But on the flip side, sometimes when I go to search something and I start typing in and I put in three letters and the rest doesn't show up, I get pissed off. I'm like, how come you don't know what I want? You should know what I want. You normally know what I want. Do you know what I mean? I know, it, and, 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 and that's the, the, the great thing about being, about being humans, right? It's that you know once you sort of get some form of convenience and it gets sort of taken away for us, then, then you start then we like to complain about it, right? Yeah, we associate pain. Right? <laughs> That's right. We're yeah. Convenient yeah. driven. That's really fascinating. I mean, so what else do, do people need to know that you know that we don't know that's upcoming? So what I would say is that uh, you, 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 the big thing is that, you know, ultimately the thing that's going to differentiate you from your competitors is, is is really going to come down to how you use your data because that's really you know something that's unique to you and 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 that's kind of your unique value proposition and 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 getting and and using that data to to really help you to really figure out you know what's the right experiments you can run uh, across different partners at different stages of their their their, their buying cycle because there's going to be different types of users that you that you sort of target who don't really know about you versus ones that do know about you and then the ones that used to know about you and trying to bring them back you know i feel that you know the 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 mechanism doesn't really change in terms of how you go about marketing but the way you can do it changes and so in in the future i envision you know 
marketing teams being less about people and more about kind of you know intelligent machines that are doing a lot of this work which i think was great because i because i come from the from from the mindset having been through startups you know it you always have that scarcity it doesn't matter how big you end up getting you always want to get more done with less and so the lean mindset is always there and so i i just feel that with with machines people really be able to sort of practice that whole being lean mm -hmm. and and the other thing I was, you know, I, I would add to that is that, you know, uh, especially in the media and the news, they sort of portray, you know, AI and robots, and they, you know, they kind of put this like uh, scary image out there. But 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 the truth is, you know, you know, that's not really you're not going to have a robot sort of sitting next to you and doing this. It's going to be a machine. And the thing to remember is that these machines are really built by humans at the end of the day. So you know, and and so humans have control but 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 what it's what what it's going to do it's going to make your job a lot easier so instead of like having to hire you know uh two three or ten people doing the work you just maybe need to hire one or two people who are going to really focus on trying to support the machine and make sure the machine's functioning to the best right. of its capability which saves businesses money and at the end of the day you know everybody ends up winning because as a consumer um, say just taking your example of the kayak I mean if that's truly something that you're interested in the worst thing you want is somebody showing you ads for like like Range Rovers or whatever right yeah. if, that, if you're not really looking for that you know so, right. so, so and and so you know it so so it ends up you know creating a better experience all around that makes sense so I asked you a few phrases for your I am statements and you said, I am smart and confident. I am inspiration to others. I am bold, strong, and fearless, and I'm highly favored. I love that phrase because I, in my interviews when hiring people, I ask them, are you lucky? Do you feel like you're lucky or unlucky? And it's a sneaky question to find out whether people feel like life is happening to them or for them. Are they empowered or disempowered? Are they taking responsibility or are they playing the victim? But it's innocent. Are you, do you feel lucky or unlucky? And I get surprised, but to say I'm highly favored, where does that come from for you? So for me, actually, uh, to be honest, it comes from my faith. So I'm a Christian and, and, you know, you know, one thing, um, that, that, that I always look back to is that even through the good times and the bad times, I always feel like God is in control and, and ultimately, you know, you know, his the plan he has for me and, and how he sort of, you know, orchestrates things is way beyond my way, my fathom imagination to, to figure out. But I, but, but I always believe that it's all going to work out for me in the end. Yeah, that's beautiful. I appreciate that. Well, Loman Patel, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing with us your wonderful insights and congratulations to you and you know making the american dream come alive and well and being a role model in that area thanks rock it's been a pleasure so that's it for today's episode of rock your money rock your life head on over to itunes and subscribe to the show one lucky listener every single week who posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to be Rock's private VIP mastermind guest. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.